Oh, wait, are we going? I never know when we're going. Now we're going. We're going. Yay! I don't have music anymore. Sometimes I play music and sometimes I don't. It depends on my mood and how lazy I was that week if I prepared music. <laughs> so, um, hi, everyone. Welcome to Date Fails. As you know, I'm Kate Quigley. I'm so happy today because I have my homie, one of my favorite people in the world, and former co-host of Date Fails, Stephen Kramer Glickman. Yeah. Hey, what's up, baby girl? And now I feel like um, you were always a superstar, but now you're like a huge time superstar because you're Pigeon Toady and Storks. Oh, thanks, Kate. Dude, the movie is so good. That's very sweet of you. But also, and you know this, and I know you know this, or you should know this, but you are like the best thing in the movie. Aw, oh, jeez. You really are the best. If you guys haven't seen Storks, you've got to see it. So what, it's not in theaters now anymore? It's, a, it's out of theaters today I think was the last day it's in theaters and then uh, in about three couple, couple weeks couple weeks away uh, we'll get it on DVD so it'll be out on DVD pretty shortly you're so hopefully just before Christmas that's yeah. what I hope yeah. I hope so yeah. that would be a great Christmas gift for oh, everyone yes, it would be. you know even grown ups absolutely by the way. uh Okay, I want to hear all about because we never really talked that much about. I know a little bit about how you ended up working on Storks, but talk about it. Well, I mean, like it was a you know I got a I got a job doing scratch. I auditioned uh, to do scratch vocals on the movie, which is like the rough draft voice mm -hmm. on the movie. And uh, me and a bunch of other people got cast to do like scratch, which uh, doesn't pay a lot, but it's like a fun job. And you go in, I'd, I'd go in and hang out at Warner Brothers, and I would do like funny this funny voice, and uh, I would just uh, you know, I th originally I think I was in like six or seven scenes in the movie, and then uh, by the time the movie came out, I think I'm in like 28 scenes in the film. Were you doing Pigeon Toady the whole time? That the you whole were doing time, scratch. Yeah, and they would just sometimes I'd come in and we'd improvise and like play around, and other times, uh, you know, they'd they'd get inspired by something weird that I said, and then they'd write new stuff. And um, so cool. and then you know like it went from you know like there were days where I'd come in and it'd be me and the two directors and the editor and the sound guy, and then the next time you come in it's like me the two editors the sound guy the producer this guy that guy the head of casting and then they just kept filling the room up with other people, and uh, and people would like want to be in the room for my session because it's a weird character and I'd be trying to make everybody laugh you know and so it's a hard role I think actually yeah it's weird it's a weird part because <laughs> you, the character's really annoying like he's a really annoying character but he's also really funny and he's uh, kind of charmingly annoying though like, sure. he's lovable there's like there's like some good to him he's like uh you know like uh like like one of those guys who says he yes to everything because he wants uh, he wants to fit in he wants to fit in so badly but then secretly he just kind of wants to be in charge you know, I mean, and I you know those people from stand up. You like you see them all the we time. Are those people? Yeah, <laughs> but like you know, like if you're at a if you're at a club at one of these clubs and you're hanging out, there's always someone who's just like yes anding everything, and oh. then and then you know secretly they're going to the booker and being like, I think I should book my own show here where I'm in charge, and then I rule everything. <laughs> you know, and you're like, what? It's like that weird, that like kind of weird, uh, you know, kind of character that. You, you see around. I didn't expect him to sound so because I had seen the photos or the, not the photos, but I'd seen you know pictures sure. of Pigeon Toady, and of course, it's so cool. 
because the like the ads for this film were all over LA and your name was on everything. Yeah, that, yeah, that was like that was crazy. Yeah, like at the Grove, I'm like driving through the Grove is like a mall in LA, like a huge mall in LA. It's very popular and I'm driving through the parking deck of the Grove and on every level there's it's a like Storks Stephen ad Kramer and it says Glickman your name is Pigeon, Pigeon Tony. Yeah, yeah, it was that was crazy. Yeah, so I saw all those and I and I thought he looked like he was going to be, I thought he was going to be the villain just because the way he looked in the Yeah, in he looked the really ads. angry. Yeah, he looked the, kind of, and then when I heard the voice, I was like, oh my God, he's kind of like a wacky, I love the Yeah, voice. he just kind of sounds like this, like it's very <laughs> unassuming. Well, that's the thing is, like when you hear, like if you heard a voice of a bad guy and the bad guy was like, I'm going to get you, I'm going to I'm going to murder you tonight. <laughs> You're like, you'd be like, oh, that's a scary, that's a bad guy. You know, yeah. that's old fashioned, but. But like when you take like um uh, you know like if you do if if a bad guy sounded like this you know if this was the bad guy in a movie like you wouldn't expect it you know yeah. same thing with with Pigeon Tony it's like that weird like Long Beach kind of surfer like uh uh oh uh, you know like that guy is not you would never think this guy's out to rule the world oh you my know God. so it was like fun it was like fun and weird and what was bizarre for me and this is just a weird experience Kate that. I've never experienced before it's that like the longer that I worked on it like every time there'd be these surprises you know so I did went from doing scratch to getting the actual part and which then, is amazing insane gotta be so rare well because like to happen it never happens yeah almost ne- like almost never so it was like me because like you know I think after um Robin Williams did Aladdin, and then uh, uh, I think when Mike Myers did Shrek, really kind of locked that in. They stopped having regular voice actors who do like cartoons and stuff do all the leads in the animated. Yeah, it's movies. always like huge, huge movie stars. stars. Yeah, yeah, Justin Timberlake, Anna Kendrick. Right. You know, it's always people like that. And so what they with Storks, what we got really lucky is Warner Brothers just realized that they had some talents that were a little undiscovered. So they kept me. They kept Katie Crown, who's the main girl, who was also a scratch vocalist. She's great too. Yeah, she's amazing. And so is uh, Anton Starkman, who was the little boy in it. But then the rest of the cast was Andy Samberg, Jennifer Aniston, you know, Key and Peele, Kelsey Grammer. So I mean, I got to work with Kelsey. I got to work with everybody. How crazy nuts. was it at the premiere? Were they all there? They were all there. Was yeah. that just like so surreal? I mean, you've been to a lot of, you go to a lot more like red carpet stuff and gifting suites than anyone I know. <laughs> yeah, I do a way. lot of, I'm a, I know, I'm like, insane. So, I, I, I'll, go, I'll go to the opening of an envelope. I love that stuff. I'll go to everything. Right, they're like giving away chapstick at the gifting suite. And like, I'll like take taking it. photos with I chapstick. I love chapstick. Mmm, <laughs> my lips. You know, constantly, constantly. <laughs> so... But I mean, this must have been. That was weird. No, no, it was weird. Thank God. Uh, thank God they uh, they let me do um, a an event with Andy Samberg where we got to go together, just the two of us, and do oh, like wow. a thing for kids. And we spent like six, seven hours uh, in a day just hanging out, Aww. which made me so much more. Like confident and like comfortable when we got to like the premiere and going going to the junket and doing the you know the press and doing international press and stuff, and then uh, what was crazy when we did all the international press, uh, my publicist Monique. Moss, who's amazing, was like, "Hey, you should you should have Glickman go with Kelsey Grammer for the day." And they were like, "Let's ask Kelsey and see if he wants company." And he was like, uh, "Absolutely, absolutely." And so, like, <laughs> I got to spend 
I got to spend an entire day just me and Kelsey doing uh, 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 what's it called international press together where it's like you it'd be like Kelsey me and then you know India China you know Norway and Sweden and then so we'd crazy. move to the next room and it would be like you know um, you know like Australia you know you know boom 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 around and we would just sit there and you know Korea and try to they'd they'd have translators or they'd they would you know ask us in in in, uh, english and we would respond and it was always kind of the same questions but yeah it was fascinating dude was he a cool dude oh my god the most amazing guy ever really oh my god so so cool like okay really quick really quick anything okay so so (laughs) so kelsey Grammer. uh when I arrived, I I'd, I'd only met him once, and it was like when we were taping, and I said, uh, I said, hey, um, it's it's so great to be able to work with you. And he goes, have you uh, have you seen any of our scenes? And I go, yeah, I, yeah, I have. He goes, so have I. They are uh, very funny. And I go, right, right, yeah, right. And he goes, I think this is gonna do very well. And then he walked away, and I was like, "Whoa, that was crazy!" So then we get we get to the the international press thing, and we're sitting there just the two of us. And they go, uh, "What was your favorite part of the you know in, you know in uh, how did you come up with the voice for the thing?" Right? And I was like, "Oh, mine's based on my uh, old roommate that I had, who used to you know be mean to me, but he had a Long Beach kind of accent, so he'd be like, your life was a garbage pile,' you know, like he would be kind of you know." And then they turned to him, and they're like, "What's your? How did you come up with it?" And he's like, uh, "My." voice is a direct copy of Sir John Gilgood. You know, or whatever, something like this, right? Very, you know, you know, you know, intense actor stuff. And then they go, what's your favorite moment in the film? And he goes, my favorite moment in the film was the moment that the father realizes that there's only so much time he can spend with his son. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting a little Eyes tear up. No. Eyes well up in front of the press. And he goes, Steven, you you take this. I just that moment really that moment really hits me. Right. And I go, It's okay, it's okay, Kelsey. It's all right. Uh, you know, my favorite film, a part of the film. Right. So I talk, right? I go, Whoa. We get up out of the room, we go in the next room, and they go, What's your favorite moment in the film? And he goes, My favorite moment in the film is when the father turns to the son and realizes that their time is only so I'm so sorry. I'm getting all well. <laughs> and he does it again. Eyes well up. He did it four times that day where his eyes got all teared up, like real tears. Come and on, I was he's, like, he's an actor. I know, and we talked about it a little bit, and he was like, I, he was like, that's, that's what you do. You pick the most Im- emotional thing that you can think of, and then you impress them with wait, your emotions. Wait, wait, What did you say was your favorite moment? I, well, I did said my cry? favorite. I did not cry. I did not cry. <laughs> I did not cry. What did you say? Well, I said my favorite moment is at the end of the film when everyone gets the gets the babies, when they deliver all the babies to all the people. You gave away the end of the movie? A little bit, yeah, I gave it away, I know. Because at the end, when everyone gets the babies, it's not just, I thought it was really impressive, because instead of it just being like, uh, what's it called, like, um, uh, you know, uh, instead of it just being... Uh, husbands and wives and stuff. It's like a disabled couple, you yeah. know, or a or a gay couple or lesbian couple. And I thought that was like, and it and they didn't point at it and huh. go, look what we're doing. We're Warner Brothers. Look I what we did. I didn't even notice that. It caught me off guard. It really did. I did notice that the babies were all very. Uh, 
like racially ambiguous in the sense that they were like black babies with blonde hair, white babies with green hair. Like everything was very like very ambiguous. Yeah, which I liked too. I yeah. thought the movie was so cute. It was a really cute. It was movie. really cute. It was a lot of fun. Um, how did your family react to everything? Everybody, you know, everyone was really cool with it. And I, you know, I think the thing that started getting kind of confusing, and this is a weird experience for me, but is that I would get, I would see the a new thing. Right. Like you see like, oh, my. Oh, wow. We have, you know, 12 billboards in Hollywood. Right. And you start seeing you see every time yeah. you see a billboard, I'd go, whoa. Oh, my God. And I'd get really excited. Yeah. And then the excitement would would go down and I'd try to go back to living. Well, right. Yeah. Then we saw a bus. A bus goes by. Right. You see a bus. Oh, God, a bus. We have a bus. You know, it was amazing. It was on every bus. You see. Yeah. You see yeah. all these things. And every time I would see something new, I would get excited. But then it would kind of slowly kind of come down and I would have to try to readjust back into like my my life. It was like it was like having these like giant sparks of like super excitement. But then it would have to kind of go back down. And I think it was kind of a little weird because I think like my family loved the movie and they were very supportive and super fun. But I think they also kind of were weirded out with me sometimes because they'd be like, aren't you super excited? And I'd be like, well, yeah, but yeah, how like you can't can't sustain that level. You can't sustain the level. Level of excitement for the entire. Then, I mean, I was excited in my heart, you know, right. but but I couldn't walk around all day just going, "Look at me!" Just pointing at signs and screaming because that's crazy. Like you, you know, you try to figure out what's the balance. Like how do you how do you do it? Yeah, I think show business is such a funny thing it's too weird. because it's just like you know. I always tell people like when I was a kid, I dreamed of being on TV. I didn't care what the capacity was. I just, I wanted to be either an actor or a comic or a host or just anything on TV, right? And then when I moved to LA, I remember the first time I did extra work and uh, Tom Hanks was on the set. And I just remember being on set, seeing Tom Hanks, just being an extra, you know? And in my mind being like, holy shit. I'm doing like this is amazing. There's Tom Hanks. I'm on yeah. a set. There's cameras. I'm on a, a lot. Like this was. I thought it was so like the most glamorous, amazing thing, right? Yeah. Fast forward to like a year later, and I'm like, ugh, I'm not doing extra work. Disgusting. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it suddenly it becomes like extra work is like, ugh, I don't want to do extra work. It's so boring sitting around all day. You don't have lines. It's not like real money. It's not real acting. And then every little step you get. Right. I feel at first you're like amazed by it, and then slowly over time it becomes like, okay, I work. Like this was a huge film, Storks. It yeah. was huge, huge. And you were like seventy-seven million dollars is what the budget was. Right. And I think it made total like a hundred and fifty million somewhere in there. And you're like a huge star in it, but watch like five years from now you're gonna have done so much more amazing stuff that you're just well, gonna be like, God, oh willing. yeah, that was a film I worked. You are for sure. Yeah, but but it's one of those things that like I. Loved every second of it, and every second of it, I was like, "This is enough." Like whatever, whatever this is, this is plenty. But you, you know, know what's like great just, about just getting to be in the room with those people yeah. and getting to work and stuff, and and uh, like the first time they they bought me lunch. I was like, I was like, oh my god, I get to, I get to have lunch with all the animators and stuff. (laughs) But just getting like, I was like, oh, I get to be part of this, like for for reals, and like all those little, those little things. And then you know, like uh, last week, I had lunch with the director of the movie, and and sitting with him, sitting with him at lunch, and I was like, trying to not be pitchy and trying not to be like. Because I was just like, 
oh, we're just, we both just worked on the thing. Now we're just hanging. Like, it's, that's tricky. It's like, yeah. it's this weird thing where you, to you not, don't. not like pitch them another well, idea I'll accidentally. You, I'll give you an, a weird one. Yeah. Uh, one, one time I go to, um, and this is, this is what I'm, I would like to be like, I'm not th- as good as him at this, but I was at a, I was at a coffee shop and I'm, I see TJ Miller. Oh yeah. Terrific, terrific actor, comedian. Yeah. And I go, Hey man, what's going on? We start talking um, lots of hugs, very nice, real, real, real sweet. And uh, we talked for a little bit. And he was like, "Oh, nothing, just, just hanging, just you know, doing stuff, just having a good time." Me and my girl just having lunch. And I was like, "Yeah, me too. We we're just having lunch too." And we talked for a little while, and uh, I was like, "Anything coming up for you?" And he was like, "No, just you know, just rock, just rocking it out, just trying to rock it out, trying to be good, you know, trying to do my best." And we're like, yeah. "All right, get in the car, driving away." And there's the Silicon Valley right. billboard for the first time. I he it, they, I didn't know he was on the show. Yeah. And I was like, how do you do that? Like, how do you be on a billboard two blocks away and you don't even mention it? And I was like, that's what I should try to do. Yeah. And it's uh, it's not easy. It's it's tricky because we're, as comedians, we're hustlers. Like, we're always trying to work and trying to make stuff and trying to take every opportunity. But, you know, like, I, what I got, I got lucky with Storks that it was such a, I was on it for three years. So I got to, like, relax into it and, like, have fun and. I got to do four voices on the movie, I know. and I got to sing in the movie. It's which is so insane. awesome. So, so I'm gonna, to I'm fun. gonna, I'm gonna change Anyways. the change the topic from this. But I Let's do, wanna, talk, I do want to ask you one more thing. I do yep, want to ask you one please, more thing about course. it because you know there was an article. I can't remember was it Entertainment Weekly or some huge publication. I'm sure you know what it is. Wrote an article about how you stole the movie. Was um, it Enter- I think it was Entertainment Weekly. It doesn't matter. The point is, I'm curious. If you think that you'll get to do this voice again, do you think? Because I think you'll get a spinoff or I, something. I'm I'm doing some stuff. I'm gonna do some stuff with That's Warner Brothers dope. already. Yeah, we we're they're nego- they were negotiating today and yesterday. So yes. something small. It's not a. I don't. It's I don't think it's a sequel, but it's gonna be more content. More I just want to say him. that I Thank want you. a Happy Meal toy. So do I. I just want I want a pigeon toady. You know what's crazy is the difference between um like when when like our our studio really got behind us on this movie. Yeah. Which is great. However, we did not we did not get action figures and and we didn't get apparel. But they shocked. They did tons of marketing and tons of advertising. The most I've ever seen. Like I haven't seen a movie push that hard in so long. It yeah. was like a summer blockbuster. It was a tent a tentpole for the yeah. studio, right? But then you look at Trolls, and Trolls has action figures and toys, and right. and it, they're on. But every, they already exist. Brand, yeah, Trolls. exactly. That's the thing. Like you could already. When buy it's Trolls. an original original characters it's a little harder, harder to to you know go for it. I think a, a sequels usually is when yeah. you know. When you get merchandise, it's so exciting. Anyways, well, I'm super happy for you. It Thanks, happen sweetie. To You're a nicer the best. Guy. And the thing that I love about you, my favorite thing, and I tell everyone this, is that Boo. you are you. What I love about you is that you show your excitement and enthusiasm. Like I get how cool that is that T.J. Miller did that, and I'm similar too. Like I, unless it's a good friend, like if I ran into you, I tell you what I'm doing. If sure. it's someone that I just am like an acquaintance with, I don't like to ever come off as like here's everything I have going. But yeah, yeah. what I love about you is like something like Storks happens, 
and you show how excited you are enthusiastic, yeah. which I really like because it's like the reason we get in this business because we're big kids and we like to play. And then you just got to have like the time of your life on this thing. And instead of being like, I'm, I'm chill, you were like, hell yeah. Oh, like, I love, I love, I love this. I love yeah. the whole, the whole thing. Anything that kind of like keeps, you know, look, I mean, I, I got, I've, I'm, I've been a big silly goose for a very long time, and I do silly voices you all the silly. time. Uh-huh. Yeah, like the voicemail you left me the other day, which yeah. I still want to post. So, that, I had a guy on social media send me <laughs> a really hilarious message. If you guys uh, don't follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you can find it there. But it was basically a guy who wrote me a message asking, telling me that he has a, a penis so large that uh, it it relaxes women into like a comatose state. <laughs> he doesn't have to do any work when they sleep with him. He just lays there. And he basically mm. asked if he could come into my studio and work with me on a project. But I'm not a porn. I don't know what he thinks I do for a living. But it was like a page long email that this so guy sent me. Funny. And then he ended it saying, I'm just a regular guy who wants a wife and a family, and that's what matters most to me. I'd love to work with you or any of your friends. Like, write me back, whatever. And I posted so it on great. Facebook, and it got, like, a million likes. And then Glickman calls me and leaves me a voicemail in some voice that was like, what was you, being Russian? It was like, <laughs> a, like a Russian Eastern European guy. And I was like, I want to tell you that I'd like to make sex with you, but you come over, I take you, and we put on a roasted beets on your ass. I put the roasted beets on your ass first, and then, and I was like, because this is like weird. Also, I marry you, okay, but... We have to make uh, foot sex first. Like, so weird. So weird. And it was like a full minute long. Also, I have a great deal on the couch for you. Leather is not fake. You know, like, (laughs) it's this horrifying pitch from another guy. And it was so long (laughs) that I never, I kept listening to like the first 30, 45 seconds of it and then starting it over because I was trying to figure out who it was. And finally, I played it all the way to the end. And at the end, he goes, hey, it's Quickman. I got a new phone number. Call me. (laughs) (laughs) So the whole time, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, oh, God. When you get a new phone number, you should prank call all of your friends. That's what you you do. Now I know. I know. I I prank called about three or four people. Oh. And it upset a few a few people. Really? Yeah. I thought it was so funny. I was crying in my car laughing. I was oh. at coffee being listening to it over and over. Who who is this? Who of my friends would do this? Who can I, I I got a hold of one of the kids from Big Time Rush that was on BTR with me and I wrote him and I called him and said, uh um uh Hey Brian hey, this is Brian from the Brass Rail. We um <laughs> we had like a really good time last weekend. I was just I just like thinking about you and oh stuff. My so God. call me, bitch. You know, or whatever. And then he was like, "Who is this?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's don't so forget. Um, I miss you. I know that the show is date fails, and normally it's all about sex and dating. But there's so many funny things we we have to talk. First of all, I'm talking about this. Yeah, we have to talk about. So I come in today and I tell Glickman, "Oh my God, I have the most embarrassing story to tell you about how I shit my pants." And he's like, "I have a shitting my pants story as well." <laughs> By the way, I haven't told this story to anyone because it's so mortifying. Like I can feel my face turning red. Oh, I'm so just excited thinking about, about this. it. Please. All right, I'll I'll tell you mine first. So I headlined Ventura Harbor Club 
last mm. week, and um, which is a comedy club. And I, okay, I I buy this powder called calming powder, okay? What? Natural calm is what it's called. What is that? What? What's well, because I get really bad anxiety, but I don't like to take, like, anxiety medication because it makes me like a zombie. Is it cocaine? It's, uh, no. <laughs> uh, no, that actually does not help anxiety, not despite what people think. Opposite. Uh, so it's this powder they sell at CVS. My friend Jen Sturger recommended it to me. And it's basically what it is, is magnesium citrate, but in a powder form, which is what they give you if you're having a colonoscopy. You drink like a, a liter of magnesium citrate. But in the powder form, if you just have like a teaspoon, it's supposed to just calm you. And it really, it really works. It's amazing. Wow. People should buy it. But so I called Jen the day of the show and I was like, man, I don't know what's going on today. My anxiety is so bad. I just feel really anxious and stressed and kind of depressed. And she was like, have you been taking the calming powder? And I was like, you know what? I haven't been taking it the last few days. I forgot. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'll take some for the show. So I go home and since I hadn't had it for a few days, <laughs> I put like five teaspoons you're supposed to use one teaspoon i put like five teaspoons of it oh, in a shit. bottle of water and i shook it up and i drank it and then i i went to the show and i was feeling better i was feeling pretty calm i go to the show i'm waiting to go on stage there's an opener and he's got like two minutes left and i get a coffee and i take a sip of coffee and all of a sudden you know when you get that feeling like that feeling like oh my god like the coffee just set something off. Like, oh my God, my stomach, it yeah. hurt. It hurt so bad. And I knew I had to go. And you know when you have to go so bad, you can like barely walk because it yeah. hurts. You're like, yeah. okay. So, but I only had like a minute because the, 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 the opener got lit. So I had like a minute to be on stage. So I didn't know what to do. This is so embarrassing. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I love this story so, so much. Kate. So I was like, I was like, maybe if I fart, <laughs> it's just like gas and I'll be fine and I can go on stage. <laughs> So I, try, I go to fart, shit my pants, shit my pants. Backstage at the club? In the fucking showroom waiting to go. I'm literally standing in the back of the showroom waiting to go on stage. There's, I have oh like a minute. Oh my God. So now I'm like, oh That's my God. That's a nightmare. I know. Oh so my I, God. I start, so I feel it. So I stop. So I hold it. So I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. So I run to the bathroom. I'm passing the club manager. I go, don't let him bring me on stage. I need a minute. I got to pee. I run into the bathroom, pull my pants down. Now... I have like a little bit of shit in my pants, so I'm trying to clean the shit out really fast. Plus, then of course, I had to actually <laughs> shit. So, this is so gross. By the way, no one's ever gonna have sex with me again. So, I sit, You'd be surprised. I sit down. <laughs> Here's the worst part I sit down on the toilet to shit. And what I forgot is I was wearing this shirt that's short in the front, but it's long in the back. No! And, yes, and the back of the shirt dips in the shit. It dips. I have shit shirt now. I have shit in my pants. This is the worst thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> entire life. And I'm like rushing because I only have a minute. Oh, my God. So I, I'm like, fuck. So I get up. I rinse the back of my shirt in the sink as best I can. It's a white T-shirt. So now there's like a brown spot. Oh, yeah. No, you're you're I, this I, is, you're done for. I clean up as best I can. I pull my pants up. I tuck the back of the shirt into my pants. So now I have wet crotch, wet ass crack, wet shirt in back of my pants and I'm like just praying that it doesn't smell. Now were you wearing underwear and shit into your underwear or you just shit I was into wearing your... a G string. Oh yeah so that doesn't count. It didn't help. That does not help. <laughs> 
So, yes. so shit everywhere. Just a shit Just show. A shit show. Literally shit show. So I clean up as best I can. I go back out. Right as I go back out, he's finishing. And he brings me up. And I had to do 45 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> 45 minutes with shit in my pants. Could they? Could you tell? No, you think they could I, tell? I mean, uh, I don't know. How far from the audience were you? At when the you club? I mean, like, very, I could reach down and touch an audience oh, member. Shit. <laughs> with your shit. <laughs> so I just made the best of it. I did the best I could. And then afterwards, I had to stay and judge a costume contest. It was no. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm like taking photos of people after the show. And I'm just like, I just hope to God they can't smell it. But the the good news is that my my friend was having a really rough day that day. I think she had to put her cat down or something. And so I called her and I was like, well, I got the best story that's going to cheer you up. <laughs> I that's amazing it was the most humiliating thing that's ever happened it's the second time in my life i shit my pants and the last wow. time i was 20 so it's been a wow. while yeah it was a good i had a great set though Fucking hell. <laughs> I had a great what? set though that is the most incredible story that's a repeatable story that's i'm never telling it again you this should, is so a, embarrassing i love it i'm so embarrassed i can't wait to tell rachel i'm gonna tell my girlfriend She's i wanted to that fuck story. that night too and i couldn't uh, i had to cancel my sex plans yeah but you it's can't, right. can't, you can't show up with can't show up with shit, shit in your, your pants, pants. Yeah, there's, there's only there's a couple lines. That's a line in the in the sand, I it's, believe. But if you shit during by accident, that's like not as bad. But if you show up with shit, I once brought a girl home uh, on, uh, from a date. Brought her home. She got into my place. She went into. She goes, "Can I go use your bathroom?" I go, "Sure." She goes in, uses the bathroom. She comes out. She's hanging out. I go, "You know, I have to use the bathroom too. I'm going to go in pee real quick." I walk in, and uh, she had shit on the toilet. On the seat, oh. so there was a piece of there was a piece of shit on the toilet. She seat. left it there. Yeah, like no, no, no. Like she was, I guess, squatted. I don't know what happened, but Ew. she shit on the seat in your house in my place. Why yeah. didn't she clean it up? She didn't see it. No, I don't know. Was Maybe. she drunk? No, she was not drunk. What the fuck? And Who I was does like, that? Yeah, this is this is never. We, we think we're good. I was like, thanks for coming by. Someone leave shit on this. Dude, do you Who want does that? Th listen to this story. This is so funny. A girl, a comic, told me this story. Please. She went to hook up with a guy. She went home with a guy. Yeah. First time they ever hooked up. They've been out a couple times, okay? They they have sex. He leaves to go to work the next day, leaves her in his place, and is like, you know, just uh, take a shower, do whatever you want, and, and leave. And she's yeah. like, okay, cool. So <laughs> she... Takes a dump in his in his toilet, yeah. and uh, and then she goes to flush it, and she realizes the toilet is broken; it won't flush. Oh no! Yeah, so she can't get it to flush, so she doesn't know what to do. So she gets a plastic bag from his kitchen, and she scoops the poop out of his toilet. She doesn't want to leave a pile of shit in his toilet. It was the first time they hooked up. She's like, I don't want to leave a pile of shit here. She scoops the poop out of his toilet, ties up the bag. It's a plastic bag to take home with her. So then she gets all her stuff together. She gets ready to go. As she's leaving, she stops to leave him a note. So she stops, puts the bag down on his countertop, and writes him a note like, um, had a great, <laughs> a great time last night. By the way, just so you know, your bathroom toilet isn't flushing. You might want to get that checked. And then she takes her stuff and leaves, but she accidentally left the bag of shit sitting on the counter with no! the note. Oh, my God. And she couldn't get back in his apartment to get the bag of shit. So she left a note that says you might want to get your toilet fixed with a with bag, a of, bag shit. of shit next to it. 
That's amazing. Is this a friend? How do you, who did you? This is a, a female comic who I just met. Told oh, me this story. That's amazing. Yeah, pretty that's funny. A, that's a great one. Yeah, that's I want to hear your shitting your pants story. Uh, well, mine's <laughs> mine's not anywhere close to as good. But I uh, I went with a friend to a place called uh, Hot Wings. It's a Hot Wings place down the street here on uh, Melrose. Great wings. <laughs> Great wings, guys. Shout out to Hot Wings. Hot, shout out to Hot Wings, guys. And uh, I go there, and uh, we each ordered 12 Hot Wings each, which okay. is too many Hot Wings. Yeah, it's a lot. And, uh, and so I had, uh, I had like three or four, and my friend was like, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. And he was like, come on, man. Got to finish your plate. That's what, that's what my mom always said, finish your plate. Right. And I was like, all right. So I ate like five, six, seven, and he was like, Come on, man! Don't be don't be a a pussy, you know. Finish yeah. your plate, man. And I was like, okay. And at this point, like, I'm starting to feel a little wheezy. And How hot? Sick. Like like crying hot? Like they were the like hottest buffaloy, but also but a little hot. They were a little spite. They're spicy. Not super hot, like the no, hottest. No, they wings. weren't like the hottest ever. But I, 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 you know, you know when you've had enough. When you've had enough buffalo wings, you know. Apparently, I don't know what I've had <laughs> yeah, enough no. of something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I had a, I had another. Uh, I think I got to like ten, and around ten, I was just not feeling great. And I go, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm not feeling very good. And he goes, all right. And I stand up and I start walking through the restaurant. And I go, I started to sneeze. And I go, ah, ah. And when I sneezed, I shit my pants. In the <laughs> middle, standing in the middle of the room. And I like looked back at him and he was like, what just happened? Because oh he could just, he, he could tell like, it was like a fart sneeze at the same. It was like. You know, this horrible <laughs> noise. <laughs> and, and he was like, what just happened? And I was like, oh, my God. I just I just shit my pants in the middle of a Hot Wings restaurant. And, the moral uh, of the yeah, story is everyone shits their pants sometimes. Everybody sometimes does, in folks. life, you shit your pants. Yeah. Uh, it's wow. Te- it's terrible. It's a terrible feeling. It's a terrible, <laughs> terrible feeling. I, I, uh, it's probably the, like, when I'm on the way home sometimes, I I live by Hollywood Bowl, and sometimes I get stuck in that yeah. traffic, and if I have to take a shit and I'm, like, on that street, Ugh. it's, like, the a worst. living nightmare, because you get in, at, stuck in traffic, and yeah. you're just, you're, like, trying to, you're trying to shift, you're push your... You're like, I have, I have a belly. You don't even have a belly. You can't push I it do. around. But what are you supposed to push? I can't push it around. No. I go, no, you push. You it. move the shit around. I try to move my body Uh-oh. around, get my abs to relax or something. Oh okay. my god. I don't know. I try to do oh something. God. It well, doesn't really work out. Uh, don't take the shitting powder. <sighs> this no, is a good note, talk. Note taken. <laughs> Note taken quickly. So uh, you and so okay, you're still with your girl. There's yep. no update there other than well, we just had a. Uh, it was just her birthday yesterday, and for her birthday, I uh, I took her to Catalina, which, by the way, uh, fantastic. Was it you your first been, time? No, uh, I I've been. I went with my mom uh, when we went on a cruise, carnival cruise, and it stopped in Catalina. Oh, very okay. Nice. So I knew the the I knew the territory a little bit, which was so helpful. pretty. But yeah. oh my god, what a great time! And what's so nice is for your birthday, it's a free the free trip back and forth. So you no way! To, you don't have to Did pay. you go from Long Beach? Yeah, 
Nice. So the Long Beach trip uh, for me was like 70 bucks, like 60, 70 bucks. But yeah. for her, it was free. And then when you get out there, there's like, they're like, it's your birthday. And you give they give you a little birthday thing that you no wear on your jacket. And then yeah. everywhere you go into, they're like, oh, it's your birthday. Here's a free cup of coffee or here's a free slice of pizza or whatever. Well, that's so cool. we had a lot of fun. She went kayaking and paddle boarding. And, uh, and I got to hang out and watch her do that. You didn't stuff. do it with her? No. Why? No Hell no. What? I'm not, I'm not sea. I'm not. I'm not ocean friendly. I can't I see you paddle boarding, but you could kayak. I have kayaked with her. I okay. kayaked with her in Michigan. And that was I'm not it? a fan. It's like sitting in like a rubber <laughs> diaper in the water. No it's way. Not fun. Yeah, it's so fun. Oh, you like kayaking? I love anything in the. Wa- I love the ocean, the water, and just anything in the water. You guys can go kayak. I would love to. I'll watch you kayak. I saw you while on I Halloween. Drink margaritas on the beach. <laughs> I would drink a margarita in the kayak. That's not a bad idea. You know, that would yeah. be great. I could see Rachel and I kayaking with margarita. Your girl looks amazing, by the way. Aww. I saw you guys on Halloween. Yeah, we had fun. You were Joey Fatone, which I think is so funny. That was fun. And what was Rachel? She was uh like like a like a Roman, uh, was it a Roman, Roman, em- Roman goddess? goddess She's thing. a Roman goddess. Yeah, she like Greek, made her Greek Roman, goddess. Yeah, like Greek a Greek goddess. goddess. Yeah, like she, she made looks stunning. She made a. Uh, I show a, up and she costume. looks like a princess. She's all pretty and white and sparkly, and I'm dressed as Axl Rose, <laughs> and I'm in my underwear. I was. You looked. Men's you underwear. guys looked badass. Thanks. Like that was a very tweetable photo. It was I'll tell my you that. favorite. People went nuts for you guys. It was my favorite costume I've ever done. Jen Sturger and I wore Slash and Axel Rose, and it literally was one of those things. It was the last minute. We weren't even yeah. going to go out, and I was like, "Why don't we be Slash and Axel? I have all the stuff to be Axel basically already in my apartment, mm-hmm. and Slash is so easy. You just need a top hat. Yeah, that's it. And then, uh, and then I wore underwear. It was a great time. Yeah, no, you guys looked rad. Like people were very excited. You know what's so dope is what's we that? went to after your party. We went to this club called One Oak in Hollywood. And Snoop Dogg was there. Oh, my God. And Snoop Dogg was dressed as an, a little baby. Okay? He was dressed as a little baby, and it was the fucking funniest. He had on a baby bonnet, baby pajamas, a huge bib, and a pacifier. And he's, like, partying in one oak like a whole boss in a baby costume. Oh, my God. I saw so many um, celebrities this Halloween because I went to the Maxim party, and I saw oh Chris Brown. God. So we were at, okay. All right, I should tell this story. That's amazing. We're at Dan Bilzerian's uh, table. What? At the Maxim party. Yeah. No way. Yeah, we show up at the Maxim party. I didn't know Jen is friends with Dan from oh from Florida. So uh, we were at his table. First of all, he is hot as fuck. I didn't know how hot he is in person. Yeah. The dude is shredded. He's got a six pack. And then, of course, his table was just like his Instagram. It was just like yeah. all the hottest girls you've ever seen just all trying to get like a piece of him. But what's so funny is I take a walk around the Maxim party with Dan Bilzerian, and this just shows you how much like times are changing. We got stopped by probably 200 people like, hey, can I get a photo with you? Guys, too, can I get a photo with you? I love you. My wife loves you. My girl loves you. Whatever, right? Yeah. Everyone knows who he is. Yeah. Fast forward a couple hours later, Vin Diesel comes, and the girl I'm with is good friends with him. So we're hanging out with Vin Diesel. Uh, we take a walk around the party. Not one person recognizes, stops him for a photo, nothing. 
And I just think it's so crazy that we're like that. How much society has changed? Well, you know what I, you know what it feels like too is that like people that are in, that are like Instagram famous yeah. and and like YouTube famous and stuff like that. It, they feel very accessible, so you see That's them it. and you you immediately go, "Oh my God, it's this guy from this thing!" Like I know, I know, like I am a big fan of Dan. Yeah. I follow, if I follow him on Instagram, I love him. He's I funny, love so to hang funny. out with that guy. Yeah. What a cool person to hang really out. Really nice, with. yeah. Vin Diesel, it's like Vin Diesel's like a movie star. You know what though? Weird. He's so cool. Yeah. He's so funny. I've never met him. I'm a a big, huge. I'm a huge Vin Diesel fan. But he's small. He's little. He's little. He's like me, little. Maybe he looks so much bigger on screen. People aren't look aren't aren't, uh, looking for him. I think that I think that's what it is. I think people just didn't recognize him because he's a small. He's a little guy. That's weird. He's really funny and nice and sweet and yeah, it was really he was really cool. That's really neat. But he's there. Then also Chris Brown was there. And Chris Brown had just a line of chicks trying to get get at him, and I'm like, "Have you bitches heard what he does to women?" Have you? T- did you talk to Chris Brown? I didn't talk to him. He was just next to us dancing. I've, I I talked to Chris uh, at the play at Playboy Mansion a couple yeah. a couple of years ago. We ended up hanging out all night. He is so it's so weird. He is uh, he has charisma. He does. He. Will in five minutes you'll be like, why is this? Why has anybody ever had a problem with this guy? He's the nicest, sweetest guy. What a sweet guy! You know what? And you're like, wait a second. I've read all these. I've seen pictures. I know. I know. Oh, he's done. There's there's horrible things. It's just he has charisma. He's very charismatic. He's very sweet. Huh. And people and he makes you feel like 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 you like he really is listening to everything you're saying. And you're like. You're like, what's going on? What what is this? Because he came up to me at the party and was like, we were all joking about uh, when I smoked weed with Snoop Dogg and and cried, <laughs> and, and Snoop was there, and so everyone was kind of we were all kind of we were all kind of making fun of me for it, and he was like, yo man, it's cool. I cried too. And then he like <laughs> he put his arm around me. Did and he, he was say like, it in a yeah. in like a gay voice like yeah, that? Well, he was, like, he was like he was like I cried too. You don't have to worry. <laughs> Just hang with me, man. And I was like, well, okay. And then he was very nice the whole night. And I was like, you this know is what? Weird. I'm not surprised that he's really nice because the thing is, he's not attractive in person. He's not that cute. I like, I didn't really know what he looked like, to be honest with you. Sure. Like, I never really looked that much at, at photos of him. He's not that cute. So he has to have charisma to be getting like Rihanna's. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I mean? Like, to be getting, pulling like that kind of tail. He's He's been around. He's been around. Wow. These guys. Who knows? Well, who I knows just... What... I... Oh, we, I had a situation. You want to hear a fun yeah. situation? You're going to love this. This is a, a serious fail. Um, yes. The other night, uh, there was a charity event for, uh, we'll say uh, we'll say cerebral palsy. Cerebral, cerebral palsy. Why are we making up the- I'm going to make up a okay. charity. <laughs> okay. I'm making up a charity. Cerebral Palsy it Foundation. It was a charity for like a cerebral palsy type situation. Send money. It was, yeah, send money. Just <laughs> to cerebral go palsy. Go to cerebralpalsysituation.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is definitely what it was. It's not anything else. No, so it was something like that. So we get there and it's, it's, it's charity thing. I'm just not saying the real thing just because sure. I don't want to, you know, incriminate, uh, incriminate anyone. anybody. Yeah. But so I, I, I get there. It's for Halloween. Uh-huh. I'm dressed up as, uh, as yeah, uh, I saw you. Vince Neal yeah. from uh, Motley Crue. It's dope. And Rachel's dressed up in her uh, gorgeous outfit, and and we're uh, we're having everyone's in in costume and stuff, and it's 
jam it's a very classy place it's in downtown los angeles people pay like 300 bucks a plate to like go in and have this dinner and they have a big band on stage like a live big band okay, okay. you know you know a whole you know the bah, 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 you know like the trumpets and things right and saxophones right so there's a guy and he's singing and people are di- different singers are getting up and singing and stuff and um uh you know most of the room is in their 60s, yeah. I'd say, except for a couple of like celebrity type couples. And so it's like our table is like the younger people for the most part right. who are like the celebrity type sorts, you know, from different random shows and things. So, anyways, uh, near the end of the night, my girl turns to me and she goes, You should get up and sing with the band. Okay. And I was like, Oh, I don't know. She goes, Come on. Come on, get up and get get up on stage and sing a song. Come on, for me, dude. Come on, just get up and sing. And I go, ah, nah, nah, nah. she goes, I go, I go, maybe. She goes, I'll go ask for you, okay? And I go, all oh, right. God. So she walks over to the to the woman who's run, who's like in her sixties, who's like running the event. And uh, she goes, can my boyfriend sing a song? And they go, oh, which one's your boyfriend? Oh, that guy? Sure, of course. No problem. No problem, right? <laughs> so uh, the, I'm like, okay, all right. And uh, come back, and uh, word starts to spread. I see other women from the organization are coming over. Oh, I hear you're getting up. Very exciting. <laughs> Very exciting. Well, we're all waiting for you. We're all uh, room starts to empty out, and it's still like a good chunk of people in there in this sixty-year-old range. A good forty, fifty people are still in the room. Okay, okay? and uh, they go, "Yeah, come on up and sing a song." So I come up to the stage, and uh, they're like, "What do you want to sing?" And I go, "I'm gonna sing almost like being in love." All right, it's a a song, great song. I go, "I'll sing this song, big band song." So they know the song, right? I had to pick something that they would know. So they started playing, and I, like, what a day this has been. What a rare mood I'm in. Why, it's almost like being in love. I look down to see where my girlfriend is. She's no longer sitting at the table. The 60-year-old something women have pulled her out into the middle of the dance floor, put her in a chair. (laughs) She does not look comfortable. Everybody is staring at her. And they're surrounding her, these people we don't know. And they're staring at her, and they're staring at me. And they're staring at her, and I'm like, what's going on here? So I sing the whole song, finish the song, get off stage, give her a kiss. Okay, and I go, thanks a lot, guys. Walk off. Different singer gets up, and we go back to our table. We go, all right, let's pack our stuff up. She goes to the coat room to go get her coat. I go outside to call Uber, right, to go come pick me up. Go outside, and the, uh, the, 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 the lady who runs the foundation walks up to me, and she goes, what is the matter with you? What? And I go, what? And she goes, what is the matter with you? What? What what is wrong with you? Why would you do that? And I go, why would I do what? She goes, I set it up perfectly for you to ask her to marry you. Holy shit. I put the chair. I put her in the chair. Why did she do? Don't you know anything? And I go, what are you you talking about? (laughs) She goes, what, 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 what is wrong with you? you oh my you, god! Uh, uh, we set it up. We put her in the chair. Everyone was expecting it. You ruined the night. No way! <laughs> and I go, I go, ma'am. We don't even we don't know each other. You and I, like we've never met. Oh you have, my god! You don't know what I'm thinking and what right. I'm planning on doing. Why would you expect that that would happen? 
Well, I mean, that's what people do. You know, that's what people... Why would... Oh, you ruined the night. Wanders away. I'm like, holy shit. You ruined the night. Two women come up to me in their 60s. And they go, they go, did you have fun tonight? I go, yeah, I did. They go, "Uh, yeah, your costume's great. I go, oh, thanks so much. They go, why don't you... uh, Why don't you pull the trigger? And I go, what are you, what are you talking about? And they go, you know, you, uh, you, you really missed your chance. You really missed your chance. And I was like, I go, what? You think that's the plan? You think my big plan was for a bunch of women I don't know to decide that I'm gonna marry this girl or ask her to marry in front of a room full of people I don't know yeah. at a cerebral palsy event on Halloween? Are you kidding me? What kind of bizarre person do you think I am that I'm like I'm like oh I've been waiting I've been waiting oh. five years I've been with this girl <laughs> almost five years better better plan it out where I'm gonna take her to a, an event for cerebral Cerebral palsy, <laughs> where everyone's dressed sad. Yeah, dressed as Vince Neil in a wig. I'm gonna bring. Oh man, like what kind oh. of crazy shit? It's it's so weird. Did you tell Rachel? Uh, well, she comes out and I go, uh, "Did you have a good time?" She goes, "Yeah, it was really nice." I go, "I go, uh, you ready to have your uh, night ruined?" <laughs> oh, and then I told God. her in the car, and she laughed. So that hard. Is so she funny. was like, "Who? Who are these people? These women that would think that they just?" It was so weird, man. It was great, but it was oh. such a fail too, because it was just like, you know, you're like, like I thought that I had the night. I thought I was like, I did a nice thing. I sang a song, you know. But no, I think it's sweet. Well, that you sang. Whole, it was a whole situation. But you should have proposed. So oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks, no problem. Quickly. Thanks, um, real nice. Fuck. Well, shit. I'm trying to think if there's anything to update you on. Yeah, what's happening with you? Who are you? Uh, oh who, God. Who are you? Uh, I'll give you my only real update, but it's so bad. This is the best fail. Okay, I'll tell it as a fail. Ugh. Okay. Remember no. The guy I've had labeled in my phone as no forever. I do a joke about him on stage. Is is he a guy I know? He's a guy you know. Right. Okay. <laughs> so it has been two years since no and I have hooked up. Right. But, you know, for that whole two years, he's been like a little bit of the thorn in my side because every once in a while he'll reach out to me or I'll reach out to him and we'll start kind of flirty texting again. But then the funny thing is we'll always start fighting before we even have sex and it ends again. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. So it's been two years. And finally, I have not texted him in about six months. No, I take that back, like four months. About four months, I finally, because I was dating the porn guy, and I just was kind of like, I had another toxic distraction, so I was done with no. I was yeah, done. Sure, right? I get that. But I had reached out to him a couple times for business purposes, like, hey, do you want to work on this thing with me, whatever, because he's very talented. And the last time I texted him to work on a project, he wrote back, Kate, I don't want to be friends with you or work with you in any capacity. I want nothing to do with you. Whoa, geez. That was like four months ago. And I was like, okay, fuck yourself, bye. And that was it. We stopped talking, right? But I'm the kind of person that I don't like to have animosity. I like to be friends with all my exes. I like to be friends with everyone. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, one of these days we'll work it out. So he texts me about two weeks ago. I probably shouldn't tell this story because people will know who he is, but that's fine. He texted me like two weeks ago. And he was like, hey, um, I need... 
I need a hot girl to play a stripper for this thing that I'm shooting, and you're the first person I thought of. Which I couldn't decide if I should be offended or flattered. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Right. But so he goes, are you up for it? So remember the last time I reached out to him, he was such a dick to me. But in my mind, I was like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity to win. Because all I really care about is winning in the end. Of right? Of course. That's all we want. Yeah. So I'm like, this is perfect because I can show up. He hasn't seen me in a few months. We haven't seen each other in a few months. I can show up in a hot stripper outfit, be super funny, like bro him out, be like, good to see you, bro, you know, and then just friend zone the fuck out of him, leave like I'm totally over him yeah. and just and win. And then he'll be all like blue balls and be like, oh, she looks so good, whatever. Right. So that's my plan. So I'm so excited. I'm like telling all my friends, I'm like, this couldn't be better. Like, this is a golden opportunity. Yeah. I go, I wear like this total hot stripper outfit. Oh, it turns out in the sketch, I'm giving a lap dance to another guy and I can totally tell because he's kind of like, hey, that's good. You guys don't need to be that touchy. You don't really need to sit on him like that much. Like it was so funny because oh, I could kind of tell. Yeah, so it was awesome. So I totally won. It's amazing. So I leave, you know, and then he texts me like, thanks so much for doing it. I'm like, yeah, no problem. You know, great time. Good to see you. He's like, you too, whatever. Until... It backfired. It totally backfired because once I saw him, I kind of wanted to bang him. You know how there's those people in your uh, life? Yeah. The sex is so good that no matter what, it's been two years and I'm still like, oh, fuck. I kind of want to bang him. So I got a little buzz and I texted him one night and was like, am I crazy? Am I crazy or do you still feel like there's a little something? And he's like, yeah, I feel it too. But what can you do? We can't. We can't hook up. You know what happens. I'm like, I know. But now we've been texting ever since then, like the flirty texting. But here's the thing. He's like, I really want to hang out with you. He's like, I miss hanging out with you. I want to hang out, but no sex. And, And I said, I don't think that's possible. If we hang out, you're going to want to fuck me. And he was like, I'm not a savage. And I was like, okay, let's try it. So now I've set this challenge where we're supposed to hang out and not hook up. Shit. And he's not, and and it's toxic and I know we'll start fighting again and we shouldn't, but it's like, it's like, it's, I can't help it. So that's where my life is at. But that's my fail because this was supposed to be like my big win. Win. This was supposed to be my win. And now somehow... I've opened Pandora's box and then it all fell apart last night because I sent him a photo of me in a turkey suit. <laughs> <laughs> I got drunk and I sent him a photo of me in a turkey suit and I said, I'm only going to send you photos that make you not want to fuck me. That's great. Yeah. And, uh, and he wrote back, I don't know if that will work. So this is where we're at. We're just flirting. Yeah. I'm going to bang him. I'm pretty sure. Well, look, <laughs> you you get to decide if you bang him or not. It's not up to him, Kate. He doesn't not, want. He said no. He's a lying sack of he's shit. He's lying, right? He's lying. No guy wants to hang out. No, no. He's trying to play hard to get. It's working. And yeah, I know. It's making it me is. want him more. Yeah. Know, but it's just such a game. Like, don't fuck. Don't. don't. I probably won't. I mean, if, if I, you want to fuck him, fuck him. No, I don't. You know, but don't let. I want to win. So here's what I have to do. I have to make plans to hang out with him and look super hot and then not fuck him. Yeah. Like, just like, 
kind of like be like, you wanted to be friends, bro, and then leave. Yeah. That's what I have to do. Yep. That's the mission for the weekend. What I what I would do if I were you is uh is is set yourself up in a way in a for a, a date type situation that literally couldn't end in sex. Right, like out in public. Like here's here's what you do. You ready for this? Yeah. Uh set the date with him on a night where you have a late night spot somewhere. It's a good so idea. That, so that go like, yeah, we're going to go and have a little bite to eat. And then you go out to eat or you go do something nice together. And then at the Leave. end of it, you're like, yeah, I got to go do my show. Bye. And you just bounce. Yeah, that's how I win. And then I you can win, still win. Then, then you can put all that energy into the set from that night, and it might help. It might help uh, burn burn it off a little bit. I don't know. That's weird. That's some crazy shit. I've had. I mean, I've had experiences like this where there was like a girl that I would, you know, I'd bang who lived in another city or lived far away, and I would have to like drive down to her, and it was always off. Like the I I knew that she was bad news but i would do it anyways i know he's the you know what it is he's the only guy that matches my level of crazy it surpasses he's crazier he's crazy he's crazy and i can't help it there's something about crazy guys yeah. i want to tame them yeah I tame them i want to crack that whip i know <laughs> i know you're 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 i i just I, you know no i get it i get it kate you're you're too good you're too good for these thanks assholes i'll be fine I'm not worried. I'm so single now. Everything is good. I'm so happy for you. I'm happy. I'm happy too. And flirting is really fun and great. Yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah. We talked talked for a whole hour. We did an hour. Wow. This has been amazing. Oh, my God. Um, We have to talk real quickly about the nighttime show. This episode will come out uh, tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, when's your next nighttime show? Nighttime show, next one, uh, live, live show. Well, you have the nighttime show podcast. You guys have to listen to Gwickman's podcast, the nighttime show, which is uh, amazing. The nighttime show podcast. And you have a nighttime show live. His his show is at the Hollywood Improv. It's once a month. It's so fun. Yeah, next show is the 26th, November 26th. That's uh, Quincy Jones is going to be on the show. and. Uh, a lot of other really exciting, wonderful comedians. From Your show hometown. is always dope. Thanks. It's our Thanksgiving show, so it's Thanksgiving weekend. We'll be doing turkey and. I have a turkey suit if you want to borrow it. Oh my god! Do you really? Yeah, it's uh, small though. It might not fit you. Well, <laughs> it's it, me. no. Maybe we can put uh, Fat Robbie in it or something like that. Yeah, it's really little. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it'd be great. Yeah. I'll yeah, let we'll you we'll do a turkey thing. Turkey That'd be suit. Great. Um, yeah, and then we have our Christmas show is the seventeenth of ooh. December, which is going to be a lot of fun. And the the podcast is doing well. It's been fun. We we just had a uh, E.G. Daly on the show, who was. Uh, Pee Wee Herman's girlfriend and Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, that's awesome! That's I've been trying. What I've been trying to do, which is weird, is we've been trying. No, it's not weird, but it's kind of fun. We've been trying to get people on the show who are like a little older in their like, you know, fifties, sixties, because then we can just they have great stories. They have great stories from their history of stuff. Yeah, because you know sometimes having some there's people like you and me that every day we we have like a new story that's ridiculous but you know like you ever sit down with someone and you're like trying to figure you know, like how did you get started and they're like i started doing stand up 3 years ago and you're like yeah. oh, i'll kill myself <laughs> so we've been trying to have oh, some older folks we just had uh rich uh Scheidner on the show okay who's 
he he did a uh, Carson Johnny Carson fourteen times. Oh, so it was neat. Shit. He, we he actually walked us through one day of what it was like to do uh, the the Carson. That's uh, so that dope. I love that too. It was neat. It's like I had Dom Herrera on. Same oh thing. my god! So many stuff. He was on Golden Girl twice. No, and he played two different people. Oh my god! I just like that kind of shit. I just, love that I stuff. I do too. That stuff's do always too. so much fun. Yeah. So everything's good. Good. I I adore you, and I'm I I, I'm so happy to to get to spend time with you. Same. I miss you. Well, everyone follow, if you don't, uh, Stephen Kramer Glickman. It's at Stephen Glickman on Twitter. Is it on Instagram? At... Uh, yeah, it's at Stephen Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, don't forget to check out uh, Jen Sturger's side boob. I'm sorry, uh, Kate Quigley's <laughs> Instagram uh, pictures yes. from Halloween. Yeah, they were so dope. Follow me at Kate Q Funny. <laughs> and uh, you're the best. Thank you so you're much for best. being here. You're Love the you guys. Best. Bye. <laughs> Bye.